Welcome to the No Name MMA Show. Welcome back to the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of, the No Name MMA Show. My name is Motivated Andy, and this is UFC 287 recap, uh, Monday, April 10th. The world has been shook in what was an incredible knockout by cringe master Israel Adesanya going out there, laying the trap, and getting Alex Pajeda how he would have gotten him in the first fight in MMA, um, seemingly finishing the job, smashes him, then goes and taunts his kid. We'll be going over that. Uh, we'll also be going over the retirement of Jorge Masvidal in a signature uh, Gilbert Durino Burns fight. Um, also, Rob Font reminding everybody of who the fuck he is by knocking out Adrian Giannis in stellar fashion. Um, Kevin Holland, uh, 170, knocking out Ponzinibbio in a knockout that was contested by Ponzi, but not by anybody else. And then we had Raul Rosas Jr. going out there and doing the thing at 18 years old and getting swept. Um, yeah, so let's start off with Raul Rosas Jr. So, um, yeah, you know, very young uh, against Christian Rodriguez, who had a previous fight with Jonathan Pierce, JSP. And that fight was extremely competitive between both of them. I view Jonathan Pierce very highly. I think his wrestling, uh, you know, he's known as the White Habib. Um, yeah, he ends up going out there doing, uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's me being a hater because he's so young, but I just, he did not look as good as he looked at his, you know, White Contender Series fight. Again, the talent level that he was going against was not some scrub. This was an actual dude that had seen some guys. So Christian Rodriguez goes out there, kills the hype train. Still, you know, very, very early on in Raul Rosas Jr.'s career. I mean, he's 18, main eventing. Uh, what was I doing at 18? Drinking four loco and passing out in a bush. So, uh, you know, a tough lesson learned. Hopefully it's learned. Hopefully he goes out there and just soaks this in. Uh, but yeah, you know, maybe don't be telling people to take notes because the only note you could give is that you were young. Um, yeah. Moving on from that, we had Kevin Holland against, uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio. It was a pretty chill fight. You know, Kevin Holland likes to take his time turning it on, found his rhythm, knocks out Ponzinibbio, who ends up, you know, twerking pretty much, you know, fingers, touch your toes, everybody let's go, face down, ass up. I mean, when whenever you're face planning and your face is jumping off the canvas and laying back down again with both your hands, palm down, not defending yourself, like, it's a good stoppage, man. Like, yeah, you came too, but, like, maybe he was so out that he didn't know how out he was. Benefit of the doubt, but I, I just hate fighters contesting a stoppage because at the end of the day, the ref is looking out for you. You know, they're looking out, trying to save you from yourself and Dan Mergliotta did just that Kevin Holland was gonna land a lot more damage what's next for Kevin Holland I don't know maybe the winner of Ian Gary versus Daniel Rodriguez that would be nice um but yeah I mean title contention I just don't see it in Kevin Holland's future he he's just gonna need to get better at wrestling I'm sorry this is MMA this is not a boxing match kickboxing match like 
eventually you're going to need to learn how to get down. Um, you know, you have the likes of Shavkat, Rachmanov, just everybody at 170 just knows a little bit about grappling. And yeah, that, you know, once you start teasing that top 15 move up, uh, like all these dudes bang and they also wrestle. So you're going to have to figure it out. Um, then the third fight of the night, Adrian Yanez versus Rob Font. Um, I love Adrian Yanez. Uh, this is kind of what it gets for not giving me the interview, but yeah, I, you know, I, I went into it, you know, Adrian Yanez is one of three fighters to start five fights with five bonuses and I, I, I love him. His fights are so amazing, but even with that, it was just a lot going on for me to have confidence in Yanez to the point where we're not going to question any of it. And against a guy like Rob Font, who, if he had a little bit more punching power or if Cheeto's chin was a little bit less, um, he would be the one getting the win over Cheeto. Like, he's the one who outstruck Cheeto, just <laughs> he couldn't get him out of there. Um, but yeah, he proves everybody right or wrong depending on what you thought of it you thought you he was either gonna get killed by Giannis or you thought hey people are forgetting about you and he proved just that first round KO in a spectacular right uh, lays out Adrian Giannis's finish um yeah back good for him you know he's been out a year since that Cheeto fight he seemed to do the right things to get back in the right state of mind and goes out there and gets a win over a young up-and-comer with nothing but finishes or bonuses um, yeah, good on Rob Font. I don't know what's next for him, but after that, you name it. Um, now off to the co-main, we had Gilbert Burns against Jorge Masvidal. Um, Leon goes out there, says he fumbled a bag. Gilbert Burns just does what I thought he was going to do. Um, starts getting tuned up a little bit on feet. Not, I mean, not tuned up. Just Jorge is winning a little bit. Resorts to his wrestling and his jiu-jitsu on the ground. Does that. Wins the fight. Majority decision. Um, shortly thereafter, Jorge Masvidal announces his retirement from the sport after 20 years. Um, good for him. He says, hey, I became a multimillionaire out of nothing. Um, I've been in the game for such a long time. Thank you. I love you. Goodbye. And good on him for retiring. Uh, yeah, there's nothing much to say. Gilbert Burns did not do the spectacular finish that he needed to do in order to jump over Kobe Covington even though Leon Edwards is saying that no Kobe's still not getting it I just think that the UFC will end up throwing enough money at the problem to make it go away um but yeah a pretty lackluster fight in terms of I mean it was fine it was just fine but those are most of Gilbert Burns fights unless you have a just a super game guy like Hamza but I mean, Wonderboy Thompson, I just, I don't know. It's fine. It's okay. Um, but yeah, congratulations to him. And then off to the co-main event of the evening. Oh, well, that was the co-main event of the evening. I'm fucking stupid. Anyway, moving on to the main event of the evening. Israel Adesanya gets his revenge over Alex Vejeda. He is now <laughs> one in three against him. But it doesn't matter, like he said, the last one to laugh is the best one to laugh or something bullshit like that. I don't know. Another corny ass one-liner. Uh, he knocks him out in a second. Um, you know, seemingly, Alex Pajeda played right into his trap if he had kept on kicking his legs. I don't know how that goes. 
maybe that was a trap in itself against Israel. Uh, but yeah, Israel just finishes him violently. Um, times a counter right in the middle of his burst and lands another right to finish the deal. And, and lands a little bit of a cute little like uppercut on the way down. But either way, Alex Pajeda's skull is bouncing off the canvas. Um, Israel Asanya then looks around to find Alex's kid who had mocked him before from a previous knockout and uh, imitates him as well. So that's nice, you know, a 33-year-old man having beef with like a fucking 10-year-old. I mean, whatever, it's fine, just whatever. Um, but yeah, in the post-fight press conference, he alludes to Alex Pajeda possibly moving up to 205. Uh, Dana White says the same thing, even though Alex Pajeda says, hey, I made weight just fine. Um, yeah, I just don't understand the logic behind it. Maybe because, you know, we're not going to try to see Alex versus Izzy. But I think even Alex is like, hey, you know what, I'll earn my way back up to the top. Which, you know, I mean, he should not get an immediate rematch. But, um... Yeah, what's next for Israel Adesanya, uh, the two-time champ amongst uh, Hall of Fame level company becoming one of four fighters to get finished in a previous fight to end up winning, joining GSP, Kane Velasquez, and Stipe Miacic in that conversation. I don't know. Uh, he's alluding to Driscus Duplessis in that press conference, post-fight press conference, where he's like, hey, I'm going to drag his body across South Africa. Uh, Driscus, I feel like, needs another win. But to be honest, like, who the fuck else? He is lapping everybody. Like, Robert Whittaker, three. Martin Vittori, three. Paulo Costa, two. Like, this motherfucker has finished everybody in the top five. Um, or not finished. Has a win over everybody in the top five. But does he have finished? No, not Martin Vittori. But still, um... Yeah, congratulations to him getting so much closer to Anderson Silva. And in my opinion, leading up to this fight, I was thinking that Alex Pajeda, if he goes out there and finishes Israel Adesanya again, I thought that he might be that dude, the, the greatest of all time. Um, now, I mean, Israel Adesanya clearly, uh, barring the title defenses, which I think are necessary, I think like once he achieves that, he will have done more, in my opinion, to solidify himself as the greatest 185er of all time. But I still need those title defenses. I don't think it's just easy peasy, lemon squeezy, you get whatever you want. But we'll see. We'll see what's next. Um, UFC 287, I grade it on the Andy score of one through five for a pay-per-view. A chill four, you know, a one title fight that ends in a finish in a spectacular way. Uh, you know, you had three finishes on the night. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying a four. Four. Just because, you know, there's not multiple title shots. I think in, I'm, I, I have five as, uh, why am I forgetting the UFC, but UFC Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. That, that's like a five, you know crazy fights, three title fights, uh, just, just utter insanity, but yeah, that, that's, that's my skill, I, I'm reading this a, a, a cool four, but yeah, let me know what you guys think, who's next for Israel Adesanya, like, does he move up, like, what the fuck is going on, uh, Jorge, he made the right call, who's next for Gilbert Burns, um, uh, that'll be a fun one, 
but yeah, entering Giannis, you know, falters a little bit, but hey, still very early on in his career, same as Raul Rosas Jr., even though I think he has a lot more to learn. And then uh, Kevin Holland, seemingly, uh, I don't know, calling out Jorge Masvidal, I don't know why, but yeah, that's it. That's it. That's that's it. UFC 287. That's the recap. Um, follow, me, follow me on Instagram at no.name.mmashow. Gmail, if you have any questions, no.name.mmashow at gmail.com. And then TikTok and YouTube, no name MMA show. Uh, as always, from me, Andy, investing in mental health. Fuck you, John Jones, and Dana White, and Vince McMahon. Later. Goodbye.